Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, this broke the other day, but it's worth breaking down in a different kind of way because it does affect literally every video game going forward. And the story being that Warner Brothers finally managed to patent the Nemesis system used in Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. Um, They apparently have been trying to do this since 2015, one year after Shadow of Mordor first happened. Um, And they've eventually managed to file a patent with the US Patent and Trademark Office um, on uh, saying it goes into action on February 23rd. Um, The reason that it's... uh, Well, there's quite a lot to break down. I guess another Mm -hmm. part of the the fact that they've managed to get the filing done now is that they will then own the Nemesis system until 2035, which is just ludicrous. It's just ridiculous. And so if you dive into what they've managed to patent, this is where it gets annoying and ugly and video game industry AF um, because, it, you know, them doing this kind of thing means that no other company can do a Nemesis system, which is obviously what they were trying to get their head around or trying to get locked down. Um, so if you go into detail, uh, the patent means that they now own the idea of Nemesis characters, Nemesis forts, social vendettas and followers in computer games. Um, and also this was written up by MCV UK, delving into it a bit more, um, saying the patent encompasses the hierarchy element of the Nemesis system, as well as names and appearances changing due to the actions of the player, as well as them remembering the player's actions. Um, the patent, uh, patent also covers social conquest battles from Shadow of War um, where you could assign different NPCs to uh, you know, guard the structures, like the different fortresses and strongholds and stuff. Um, <clears throat> basically the idea of creating your own nemesis system for other players to come up and fight against and um, they also own that. So pretty much everything. If you ever want to do anything nemesis-like, you can't. It sucks, man. It's such a <laughs> silly little thing that actually is really annoying because, like yeah. you said, the Nemesis system is so good, and the developers over at WB like spent a lot of time perfecting that system, making it feel organic and natural, and engrossing the player into this world, creating these impromptu rivalries between you and the Orcs. It's mm-hmm. awesome, and it sucks that no other game is going to get to put their own spin on it, especially because, and I say this with all the love in my heart, the video game industry is based on ripping each other off. Like every single time <laughs> well, something yeah. good comes up and someone has an original idea, like it gets iterated on and it gets changed by other developers having their own shot at it. And yes, mm-hmm. that sometimes leads us down creative bottlenecks where everyone's just trying to, you know, mimic the same system and doing it quite poorly. But mm-hmm. it also allows for like, you know, evolutions and to build upon what came before in original context, in new ways. So for this to go through and for WB to patent this mechanic essentially in its wholesale you know even going down to the finite details of even having these systemic rivalries going on Mm. like that sucks because it's good for shadow of mordor and shadow of war but for everyone else 
like who might want to see this in a different context in a game world that they enjoy more like mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's a bit annoying, man. Yeah, and it, it feels like obviously they've been trying to do it for the last six years. So obviously there's been so many different iterations that they've submitted to the US office just saying, well, if we phrase it like this, can we lock this down? And mm -hmm. patents always take ages to lock down depending on... I mean, any patenting an idea in a creative medium is just the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, like you said, yeah. any art form needs to be able to have inspiration. And obviously if you're going to wholesale rip something off, you know, that yeah. can be more of an issue. But it's always been something with ownership in video games where unless you're literally copying code across, um, you're not copying, you know, you are iterating on something, you are being inspired by something. And obviously those lines get blurred, you know, you can literally copy and you can literally put immortals on top of Breath of the Wild and they almost line up exactly the same in, in some yeah. respects. But that has to be allowed to happen, otherwise, you know, different systems can't be refined over time. Um, one thing that this reminded me of, and I did Google for the specific dates, is Namco used to own the idea of playing uh, mini games while a game was loading. Um, and I don't know if yeah. you're, I think you're old enough to have played Ridge Racer back in the day. Um, back, back in the day, maybe, maybe that was a, a bit. wee bed, I don't know, perhaps. So, so that, on the original PlayStation, that was my first ever PlayStation game. And that um, came, you could play Galaxian, like a Galaga style game, while the game was yeah. loading, um, which was brilliant. And then after that, it just went away. And for the longest time, a lot of people were like, what the hell? Why? Where did this go? This was a great idea. You could mask loading times. Um, and it was because Namco had patented the idea of uh, what they called auxiliary games being played while a game was loading. And that apparently expired in 2015. But it's like the amount, either the amount of games, um, the turnaround on big games, like hasn't resulted in games having mini games in their loading screens yet. Or yep. the push towards SSD and instant loading and stuff means that that isn't a factor anymore. But there was two whole decades where we could have had, you know, you could have been playing a little cheeky well, game of Pac-Man while something was loaded. This is it, man. Like, I want to clarify what I said at the beginning. Like mm. you, I'm not, like, advocating for wholesale ripping off of things or, like, genuine <laughs> plagiarism or stealing the code in mimicking yeah, your own version or having a guy incognito version of the Nemesis system or anything <laughs> like that. But what I mean is, like, it's, it's like a rise in tides, raises all ships kind of deal. Like, mm -hmm. if... If Resident Evil 4 came out and kind of like revolutionized third-person shooters, if that patented that system somehow, we wouldn't have had a bunch of other great third-person shooters that kind of like mimicked that style, went over the shoulder, ignored what came before, and kind of barreled ahead with the idea. Same with like Gears of War's cover system or whatever. Like that wasn't the first game to implement a cover system like that, but it was by far the most popular and made mm -hmm. waves in the industry and shaped it. But if that patented that kind of thing, it would have been difficult for all games going forward because they just wouldn't have been able to touch that pool of ideas and that's what mm -hmm. i mean when you know like everyone rips each other off because they're all like like you said trying to get this inspiration trying to build on top of things and yeah that mini game thing like that reveals so much because that's a cool idea isn't it like it's really yeah. interesting and fascinating and past the time so much and the fact that no one's been able to do that sucks and um, funnily enough i was actually watching um a video by uh, Mark Brown of Game Makers Toolkit on the Nemesis system a few days yes. before this broke. Like, he did one on that about how good it is. And he mentioned in that that, you know, WB for a while had been trying to patent the system. And he mentioned Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi, like, patented yeah. that brand of gameplay to the point where no one could mimic it. And it's just like, it's just limiting the entire industry in a way that I don't think is necessarily helpful or creative. Obviously, you know, plagiarism is a huge issue obviously you know just completely ripping off without bringing anything new to the table is mm -hmm. not good for the industry either but ultimately like patenting a system like this in such a strict way just doesn't necessarily feel completely right 
No, I think the, speaking of the um, the Game Maker's Toolkit stuff, this is where this story, this, this sort of exposure came onto the fact that they had patented this thing. It was it was his video that initially got it out there. And then various, um, you know, sort of outlets and stuff looked into the fact that, yeah, the patent has been filed and they have managed to get it through right. and whatever. Um, but yeah, that that's the thing that you, you can't own, like, can or can you own an yeah. idea in a creative outlet? Like, I don't think so. Um, I mean, it, it depends. Like like you said, if you you wouldn't have Gears of War, for example, if um, the guys behind Kill Switch had, you know, um, patented the idea of a, a stop and pop cover system, the idea of just waist high walls and aiming over them, then you literally wouldn't have Gears of War. And I remember when um, Salt and Sanctuary came out, that literally borrows everything wholesale from Dark Souls, except it yeah. puts it in 2D. But the, the hood is the same, like the structure is the same. Um, for the most part, the aesthetic is the same. And I get that, you know, in those art forms or for those creators, it's like, well, clearly you took this from us. But that's just the kind of, unless unless you're literally taking code, then yeah. for me, iterate as much as you want. You know, it's just that's just kind of the way that an art form has to be. Um, and it's just, it's that's, it's such a strange thing because it kind of goes hand in hand, for me at least, with a lot of the corporate takeovers, a lot of the, you know, the buyouts, like Microsoft buying all of Bethesda. And it's this idea of this push towards this more sort of corporate idea of like, well, if we take this bankable mechanic and we lock it down, then you have to come to us for this. And, and with yeah. Warner Brothers, you know, they tried applying microtransactions to the Nemesis system in Shadow of War and everybody hated it. And they eventually took them out six, seven, eight months later or whatever. Um, but that, for me, it's just, it's a push more towards that. I, I, trying to make it more rigid and just trying to make it more boring and more lame. Well, that's it, way. man. Like in the industry going forward, I feel like we're going to get more restrictions like this, whether or not it's, you know, big companies buying franchises and sectioning them off to their own individual consoles, whether it's mm -hmm. people um, or publishers patenting mechanics or systems so other people can't, you know, use them, have their own spin on them. Uh, or people even like censorship or something, you know, like Sony mm. lock, um, making sure you can't have, you know, butts in their games or whatever, like all stuff <laughs> like that. It seems to be pointing towards this more cracks, walled off, <laughs> like restrictive industry. And I just don't think that's necessarily healthy. Like it might not mm. be a great analogy, but it's like if you're making a movie, if you're a Tarantino or something, Quentin Tarantino, and you've got some of those distinct Quentin Tarantino shots, and then you say, mm. nope, those are mine. I'm going to have a pattern for them. And you can't have a, a, a shot from the trunk of a car or anything like that. It's like, well, that would be a bit daft, wouldn't it? Because, you know, homage, inspiration, reinterpretation, remixing, like that's that's as valid a part of the creative enterprise as creating an it original was like idea. The Fine Brothers tried to patent uh, reacting to stuff. And I know that they yeah. had, it wasn't as cut and dry as phrasing it like that, but that was kind of the, the way they were going, like this approach, this way that we're shooting this. Um, we're going to try and sort of get in on that. And it's just, yeah, it doesn't really belong in a creative outlet. So let us know what you think down in the comments below the idea that anything Nemesis based is going to be under the wing of Warner Brothers. Do you trust them to do it right going forward? Or will we just get more of Shadow of, Shadow of War style stuff? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.